So welcome to the Endowment Health and Fitness Podcast with me, your host, Shea Quinn. And on today's episode, I have the honour and privilege of having a man who's a great friend, great brother, Mr. Orrin White. Orrin, what is happening, brother? What is the crack, It's an absolute pleasure to be here. It is a pleasure to have you. Um, it's been a while, anybody listening, since I've last chatted to Orrin. Um, it's great to reconnect with him again. To say the least, Orrin is an interesting cat in every way, and we're going to have a powerful conversation today about many different topics. But, mate, it's honestly been like a good year since we've last chatted. A hurtful period of time, yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'll be staying away from yeah. each other for so long. It has been, it's, like. It's crazy, like. But what have you been up to? Trying to discover my own self sensing that, um, you know, we. I'm just gonna jump straight into this. I, you know, it's, yeah. it's quite hard for me not to get deep right away. You know, you ask me a question, I'm like, right here, here's what it is. <laughs> you, know, you know, over the course of this year, from from we last spoke, you know, we go through these cycles of trying to figure ourselves out and trying to discover what we are and what our purpose is. And you know, I've been going through that phase, and I've been conscious of you know where I um kind of feeling in life or where essentially I could be redirecting myself in life and I've just spent a lot of, especially with this lockdown occurring especially mm-hmm. with this lockdown occurring yeah. um, you know I'd saved a serious amount of income um, in correlation to what it is that I had I am currently earning you know and I decided that this was going to be a part of an opportunity for me to just go and explore the world and that's what I wanted to be you know we've hit October yeah. this would all blow over I would have a load of savings and I'd be fucking ready to go you know I would be out into the world and I would be seeing everyone I'd be creating new friendships I'd be creating new connections and you know the world would just open up to me and through that experience my life would just just unravel but then I started to get into a lot of trading and stuff like that you know I was really trying to put my energy into something I was really focused on money I was like yeah. I really want to make some money yeah. and I had I really drilled, drilled into myself this uh, sort of attitude of like becoming a millionaire in the matter of a couple of years. And don't get me wrong, it's definitely not a bad attitude to have, but it's taken me away from the initial kind of sort of source of what I thought was going to generate this 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 sort of great wealth and abundance for me. It was initially going to be, you know, I would be this great trader, but that's not me sitting in front of a screen and trying to make trades that's not that's no. not what i am you know like no. it was great because i was believing in myself and i was striving but along a line along that line i kind of took a turn and you know i started kind of looking a wee bit into the mental attitude and then all of a sudden this opportunity arose for me to partake in a mentorship so i decided to put all my money towards this all my savings and that was essentially you know a ritualistic way for me to throw all my eggs in one basket but that one basket is me so all of that wealth that i had saved all of that wealth that i had accumulated that was going to give me so much i decided to sacrifice to place into my own self so that i can generate a higher function and brain and mindset so that I could further myself through life and I could give myself everything you know because we're 
throughout life you know yourself we're, we're always striving for more and I, I hope that people are anyway and we're, yeah. we're trying to give ourselves more and we're, we're looking for the, the next the next best book and the next source of information you know wherever we can grasp it but a lot of the times you know you feel like you get lost and a lot of times your mindset takes over and then you end up in this destructive path again and then yeah. the motivation dies out but I don't believe it's motivation it, it comes down to the belief in one's own character yeah. So it, it, it starts from the self-image, and this is what I am hammering at at the minute. I am creating my wealth by creating it in my own mind first. You know, like, my life can't be anything if I could never imagine it to be what it is that I want. Yeah. So if I imagine my life to be, you know, an experience of loneliness and just death and struggle that's what it's going to be because that's the images that i'm planting in my own mind so subconsciously i'm going to end up kind of swaying towards that type of lifestyle i'm going to start being aware of you know i'm going to start bringing myself to awareness of the things that are happening in my life that reassures these thoughts so say i'm not able to afford something that i want oh that, that means i'm i don't have enough money i'm obviously fucking you know I'm not supposed to have that, mon that much money. I'll never have that much money, but mm -hmm. that's not the case. You know what I mean? If you're able to switch your own mindset, maybe right now that's not the case, but if we're able to believe in our own selves and we're able to understand that deep into the future, we see ourselves having, holding, and being the people and experiencing the things that we want to have, then that automatically drives us towards an entire different lifestyle. So if we take on board an attitude of, faith and belief mm. of abundance and wealth then we will start to bring ourselves to an awareness of the things that are kind of like creating this possibility around us yeah. you know so we will see the opportunity instead of seeing the limitations and I've been spending a lot of time just trying to really dig into that perspective of abundance and faith and love and all the great things that you can have in life but I believe that I'm bringing it to me as it is traveling its way to me like we're going to meet in the middle all these things that I've ever wanted all, all these beautiful people that I want to have around me uh, the financial abundance the financial stability you know the freedom to go and explore the world and have whatever it is that I want yeah. and do whatever it is that I want I'm going to create this lifestyle but while I'm creating this lifestyle I'm envisioning what it is that I want and I know as ambition, I will automatically be driving myself towards it as it's come towards me. And I know that you understand this yourself. Like, I, I would love to yeah. see here some of your thoughts on it. Well, I, I completely agree with you in every regard there. Uh, and, you know, it, it's... For anybody listening, me and Orrin do have a lot of shared values and principles, and that's why we have great chemistry as friends. Yeah. And... You know, we could chat about this for hours. In fact, before we even started this podcast, we were fucking chatting. <laughs> so much good, insightful stuff. But um, yeah, like hundred percent, bro. It it all starts in the mind. Like, you can't be the person you want to be if you don't, you know, manifest the thought in your head in the first place. You can't just, you know, go about life, willy nilly, arbitrarily thinking, oh, good things are gonna happen to me. Mm -hmm. You make them happen thing is like another thing as well is like people are looking for motivation like people think ah oh, 
like I need to get motivated to do something like mm-hmm. action become sorry action comes before motivation mm-hmm. it's not the other way about mm-hmm. people think you need to get motivated to go and act yes. no you got to act to get motivated mm-hmm. I don't even like the term motivation I prefer the term drive mm-hmm. but again though I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't exist motivation does exist but me personally what I like is drive like drive is something entirely different I would say to distinguish the two drive is something that's in here mm-hmm. it's internal it's something that regardless of what you uh, how you're feeling in a given day you go and do it so we we were taught well before we were done this podcast and even we'll touch on it now is the work of say something like Maxwell Mall's psycho cybernetics mm-hmm. the subconscious mind is powerful more powerful than you can even realize you know it all because you've mm-hmm. studied the work anybody listening to this your subconscious mind dictates <laughs> a lot of your behavior whether you know it or not mm-hmm. well you don't know that often but well basically whenever your subconscious mind directs you to do something it's like you're on autopilot mm-hmm. you don't kind of have control over it. but with with concentrated effort um with thinking the right thoughts mm-hmm. through meditation through mindfulness you can begin to turn that into your favor manipulate yes mm-hmm. so to speak and you know a lot of those like that's why people who are sort of like lost in life and don't have that control Mm -hmm. they act out a lot of unconscious behaviors that are Mm self-destructive and they don't even realize it but they do they act it out so really what we what we're striving for is just trying to like live life on our terms and we're not it's not like we're trying to control our minds we're not we're not seeking mass well in a way we are we're actually seeking self-mastery and self-mastery is you know self-mastery is one of the most difficult things in, to achieve in life if you can master yourself if you can conquer yourself then you can conquer anything mm-hmm. you know you gotta conquer the 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 dragons that are within you as jordan peterson was talking about before you can even begin to think about conquering any external mm-hmm. dragons you know and those dragons can be problems challenges you know if you want to achieve any goal dream in life that's why we focus on ourselves first before mm-hmm. we strive for that. Mm-hmm. Because when you focus on yourself, when you strive for personal development, when you strive for personal growth, you have all the infrastructure you need to go and achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something like you, like that's the thing about me and Owen, we're very growth, mi- growth mindset. We're very focused on growth. Mm-hmm. It's probably another reason why we get on so well because we have that similar mindset of mm-hmm. always striving for growth in every area of our life not just in one area essentially complementary personality yeah. traits you know exactly like when we are having a conversation everything that i'm that i'm speaking about everything that i'm striving for everything that i'm kind of you know learning yeah. and studying it seems that you're along the exact same path you may be taking a different route but at the same time, we are aiming, aiming for that end goal. You know, we're both aiming for wealth, abundance and freedom and the ability to support other people to give themselves this thing. You know, and like we were speaking out beforehand, I hope I can say it as good as we <laughs> yeah. did before. Well. But essentially, it was a story about this group of people that were all locked in a cave. And they were locked in this cave from birth. So their hands were chained, their heads were chained, and they couldn't look left or right. So they were only able to see ahead of themselves. And uh, this was a really dark cave, but all you were able to see was the shadows of people walking by in the outside world along the wall. 
and this was lit by an outside flame. So all they were able to see was just a little touch of this flame and these shadows of people. You know, they could hear the sounds in the outside world, but they were never able to perceive it because all they ever really had was the darkness, the shadows, that little touch of light, and obviously that extreme discomfort, you know, and that limitation where they have the shackles on their wrists and their ankles and their head and they're not able to look around. They're entirely limited. But then one day the shackles fell off one of these people and they decided to climb up out of this cave. And essentially the whole world kind of unraveled for these people. They were able to see the light. They were able to feel the sun. They were able to see the people walking around and people were trading with one another. And obviously they were... They, they couldn't comprehend what was going on because there was an entirely new life out there that they never understood that they could have or be a part of. And you know, this is an example of someone kind of finding the light, you know, being isolated or let's have, for lack of a better word, let me see. I've got one here. Exposed. Mm -hmm. This is the word I'm trying yeah. to remember. So yeah. essentially this person crawled out of the cave and was exposed to abundance, you know, was exposed to hope. They were exposed to the sunlight. You know, that's the, that is a dramatic thing to be locked in darkness for all those years and all of a sudden the sun appears. Like that is a magical moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Life couldn't be any better experiencing that want. Like that's a beautiful thing in itself. But you know, this person now has an opportunity to go out and live and create for themselves, but they also have a responsibility because they've seen this new perspective and they've seen that there's an opportunity out there to have so much more, to be so much more, to experience so much more. Like Their responsibility is to bring the hope to these other people in the cave. So it's essential that during their process of enlightenment, essentially, you know, during their process of carving out the path you know they it's essential that these people crawl back down into the cave and they help these other people loosen their shackles you know they, they fill their minds with belief and faith and another life you know instead of being locked into a poor life with a poor mindset and you know you're constantly struggling and you're you're making you're, you're working for minimum wage if you even have a job if you even have the belief that you are capable of sustaining a job because so many people out there you know they're it's the self-conflicting beliefs that are causing the limitations so what we were speaking about beforehand essentially we we really we struck gold before we yeah. started this podcast yeah. it was insane crazy but like essentially our self-image is what determines what we become so if we're able to create and a self-image of the type of individual that is confident, can have a great conversation with someone, is loving, is always smiling, is recognized by other people as a ball of light. You know, if they believe that other people perceive them as a ball of light, as, you know, a positive character, you know, someone funny, maybe if that's what you want to be, if that's what you want to imagine yourself to be, you know, a humorous individual. Uh, maybe you want to be the loving type. You want people to perceive you as the loving type. It's essential that you begin to believe that people that like people are actually going to perceive you. You don't need to control them. You don't need to tell them. Listen, I'm a funny person, so you need to see me as a funny person. You simply need to believe that you are a funny character, 
and that you are humorous and that you are capable of making people laugh and you need to envision people laughing at your jokes not not at you essentially but with you they're laughing with your humor you know and eventually what will end up happening is you'll convince yourself that you are capable of being this humor, humorous individual and people will start to appreciate your jokes people will start to laugh at everything you say and you'll be wondering how all these things are happening but the reality is it started with your own belief you know you were being determined by your own self instead of being determined by other people because like we discussed earlier on we're born and we have these automatic downloads that are passed down through time by our parents by our grandparents yeah. by uh, our parents peers you know all these other people that are interacting with us as we grow up and then there comes a stage where we become aware, well, hopefully this is what occurs, people reach a stage where they become aware of these internal downloads. Someone may be very constructive, you know, maybe you're, you're born into a rich family and it's not essentially that the wealth is what gives you the positive attitude and gives you the opportunity to create more wealth for your own self. It's the belief of the individual that has created the wealth before you. They instill their own beliefs in you and then you reenact them, whether you believe it or not, whether you realize it or not. Hopefully, if they've done a good job. And then, all of a sudden, you know, the rich person's got the rich son or the rich daughter or the rich sons and daughters. It's not that they passed on their wealth. It's that they passed on the beliefs and the beliefs created the results. So, if we're able to change our beliefs, this is a lot of what we're talking about today. Yeah. Uh, me and Shay, are, we, we are students of our own teachings. You know, we're, we're not masters in... in in any sense at all we're yeah. we're just practitioners and you know we will give ourselves everything whether you want to believe it or not i'm going to have everything that i ever wanted so you and it's not this this you know this hope you know oh i hope that i get this i'm yeah. fucking making it yeah you know i look into the future and i imagine myself already having it this is a great practice so yeah. like we had said earlier on if you want to explain it essentially about us being in that future self imagining yeah. You know being in that position of already have accumulated it like how important does that feel to already be in that position you know it's it's immensely important um it goes back to the work of Maltz. Mm -hmm. so he would talk about the your self-image and like yeah. seeing that like you can describe it in whatever way you want the, that dream person you want to be with the dream life yeah if you start to think that you are that person already subconsciously you'll begin to act out mm -hmm. the behaviours, the habits, this the systems, exactly the routines it. that you need to do mm -hmm. to make that a reality. Again, anybody listening to this, you may have like heard of the law of attraction, seen the documentary based on it. There's a little there's there's a lot of misconceptions around it. There's people think, oh it's wishful thinking, oh it's a lot you know, of skepticism. Yeah, exactly. They think, oh it's you know, it's just fucking uh you you, you wish something into existence. Mm -hmm. You 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 you're convincing yourself that it's what what is the saying? Uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again yeah. and expect expecting different results. Affirmations, you know, you have to be a bit insane. You yeah. have to be a bit a, a bit insane to believe that you can be anything. Yeah. You know, you look at anyone that's ever achieved anything; they were fucking classed as chaotic. You know yeah. what I mean? Some of these people, like, people would attempt to lock these people off for the beliefs that they have and for what they were striving for. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the, these characters yeah. were, like, they were absurd. Like, the things uh, they were saying, like, there's like no Thomas, chance. Thomas Addison, just to give mm -hmm. an example, Thomas Addison tried 10,000 times before he got the effervescent light bulb. Mm -hmm. Now, you would think, 
after a certain amount of times you would just stop. One. Some people don't even give it one go, you know exactly. what I mean? One, two, three go. But he was like so determined to, mm-hmm. succeed, succeed, to succeed at that endeavour. He'd done it over 10,000 times before he finally got it. Mm-hmm. People like Einstein, you know, to a lot of people, he would have come across as being insane, the ideas he was coming up with. Mm-hmm. Like, insanity often does go hand in hand. Well, like, again, we could get into the, the philosophy behind this, like, a warning. Like, I, I love it here. I of love what defines insanity, but is it really insanity, though? Like, uh, who's, from whose perspective, like, mm-hmm. uh, is that defined as insanity? Like, who's to say that the person who's deemed insane is really the same person, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe that the masses who are like just brainwashed, so mm-hmm. to speak, when it comes to certain ideas in life, maybe they're the ones that are insane. Mm-hmm. You know, I think definitely to achieve greatness in life, you have to take risks. It's obviously. the dar, you know, yeah, the, like daring to try. To try. You know, and, and, and you don't dare to try, but this is the thing, you know, a lot of people will probably be wondering, you know, but you know, I could never have greatness like Muhammad Ali or like any of these great sports stars. But that is only because of your belief. You know, like we were speaking about earlier on, it is this belief in oneself. This is what determines our actions. So there is no way that mastery can ever occur if we don't believe that we are capable of attaining mastery. You know, but you have to envision yourself actually already being the master because that will create the drive and that will cause the action. You know, that's that's what that's what is pumping the fuel into the system. We, we, we need to be cautious of what what system we're essentially fueling. You know, are we are we are we contributing to that destructive path of, you know, I can never amount to anything, you know, I, I'm I'm not capable, uh, I'm just not good enough, uh, oh, that person's so much better than me, you know no, it doesn't matter. Like that is that is not the case. Like, I w- I'd say this thing earlier on, and essentially sometimes these brainstorms come to me, and I I can't help myself. I have to save them. It's like yourself, but yeah. what I had stated earlier on to my own self, you know, with, with a bit of self talk, was essentially that what you're exposed to is what you become, and then another wee thing. I got in nearly crashed the car trying to take this down, but. <laughs> could sue me (laughs) essentially it's an empowering term but if you really give it power and if you really actually learn to understand what this means this can become a great power for your own self so essentially what i told myself was i tell me what i am you tell you what you are and the reason why this is such a great responsibility is because, you know, we can walk through life and, you know, take the suggestions of everybody else. You know, you walk into a room and someone goes, you're ugly. And you're like, oh, I am ugly. You know, you're just persuaded. You're just like, okay, I'm ugly. They told me I'm ugly. That's it. Or, or you can choose to combat yourself and you can decide to change the belief. And you can decide to tell yourself, you know what? Their opinion does not matter. I believe I'm beautiful. And it's much more than that layer you know that this layer of skin that lies over the top of our soul you know that this is not what i am i'm beautiful inside and you've just reassured yourself you've brought yourself back to comfort and confidence and reassurance and now you're able to carry yourself throughout that day having been the conqueror of your own self instead of being defeated by other people's opinions it's just an opinion someone can state an opinion like a fact but we we choose to take it on board and accept it. You know, 
just tell me something now. Just fucking, just, just hit me, hit me, you know, tr- try and criticize me. Try and criticize me, you know what I mean? And I'm telling you, like, listen, I, if you're willing to and you're prepared, someone tries to criticize you, you, like, just have the belief in yourself that you're going to be able to tell yourself the polar opposite. You yeah. tell me I'm ugly, and I'm saying, I'm pretty fucking good looking. You know what I mean? You tell me I'm weak, and I'm like, yeah. you know what? There's aspects in life where I'm really fucking strong. Exactly. And, you know, it's it's all about combating that, but it's a conscious decision. You know, we can't be at the mercy of these negative thoughts and these negative people. Like, we have to create the cycle, the cycle of positive thought. Yeah. You know, like we determine what fuel goes into our own mind and we need to fill it with the positivity because that's what drives us forward. Yeah. The negativity pulls us back or it stagnates us. Yeah. You know? And the only way that you're ever going to amount to anything, the only way that you're ever going to strive and become anything is by believing on and seeing it. You have to see what it is that you want. And you know, simply by striving to have a beautiful home, you know, simply by striving to have amazing people around you, simply by striving to have a, a comfortable income. Like, who is to say that you couldn't have that? And, and, and abundance is not limited. Like, the people that want things and the people that have things are the people that believe that they can't. You know, like we were saying earlier on, there's a strike of luck that occurs in the other yeah. person. You know, they, they manage to have everything, but, you know, their consciousness isn't quite developed, so they're not able to understand and appreciate what has happened to them. You know, and they're not able to appreciate everything that is around them because they yeah. never essentially work for it. It just happened by a stroke of luck. And that doesn't happen to very many people. But for the mass majority of people that have anything out there, like th- their strength came from their belief. And their belief created everything that they ever had. And, you know, they believed they could have these things. They, some way, somehow, they knew. And that's the thing that I keep telling myself. Some way, somehow, I know, and then I'll just finish that with an affirmation. And I'll keep telling myself that. And if I tell myself essentially, you know, some way, somehow, I know, and then I like to put myself in this beautiful future home that uh, yeah. I mean, I would love for you to, you know, <laughs> see, see whenever it's real. See, see, when it, see, see when I'm actually, yeah. like, like, when it comes to the time where I'm standing in that room and yeah. I'm looking outside, there's a beautiful 12 by 8, eight foot glass window watching the sunset rise out of my amazing home over the fucking man. so it says it's right on the coast right and I don't know where the house is yet yeah. but it's out there because it's in my mind and yeah. it's not I'm fucking building it so <laughs> you know what I mean? and people are asking me now like, this guy's fucking insane he's earning like fucking 300 quid a week like where's he getting all this money listen listen I show you I'll show you I don't know how either but I know what's going to happen because I know that I'm going to keep on doing whatever it takes to attain a level of success that allows me to have these things. You know, it doesn't happen overnight, but I am focused on accumulating progressively uh, the wealth and the relationships that allows me to develop a lifestyle that I want. You know, so that's the thing, right? So the curtains come up in the morning, I've got a wee coffee machine on the right hand yeah. side, 12 by, mate, the, the glass is always polished. So I'm lying in bed and I'm staring through my big glass window and the sun's rays and I'm getting all these colours and I've just made myself this beautiful cup of coffee and every morning I just wake up with the sun, I rise with the sun and I watch that sunrise every morning from my own bed and it's fucking beautiful. That is beautiful. It is beautiful, man. And it's real. And that's it. But that's because you're... I'm planting the yeah, seed. You're the, ar- I am you're the architect. Man. I'm that man your, in that room. Yeah, you're the architect yeah. of your own goals, mm-hmm. your own dreams and your beliefs mm. and yes 
it may only exist in your mind or at the moment currently but you will mm-hmm. put the action in place to manifest it into reality Absolutely. because i am i act like yeah. that man in that room because this is the thing as well you know you gotta ask yourself what would the guy in that room be doing or what would he have done to have attained what he has and you know i am that person in that room so i have to ask myself what is it that i have done or that i will do or that i am doing that will get me to that position and you know maybe the question or the answer to that question will just happen all of a sudden maybe you have to ask yourself it ten thousand times but you have to just wait and wait and wait and then one day it'll just come along the answer will come along maybe one answer will lead to the next answer you know and it sends you down this path of success and growth and development and then you fall a wee bit and then you come back because you maintain that belief like we were saying earlier on like the cybernetic mechanisms if you want to explain essentially what that is yeah so for anybody listening who i'm sure you're enthralled by what we're saying here but <laughs> it is a wee bit going down a rabbit hole these boys yeah so Maxwell Maltz has a brilliant book I would highly recommend it uh, called Psycho-Cybernetics so mm-hmm. me and Oren have both read it and Maltz bit of background Maltz was a plastic surgeon mm-hmm. but he he, he kind of he realised that a lot of the time whenever he gave the person the look they wanted mm-hmm. whether it's you know a face like a what do you call facelift or the chains that always you know yeah, the chains the chains yeah, chains whatever, the, whatever it was whatever sort of superficial mm-hmm. aesthetic you know ideal they were striving for mm-hmm. he he often found that a lot of these people who supposedly got the the, the dream look or whatever it is they were after actually were still unhappy mm-hmm. and so he thought to himself why do these people still feel like not fulfilled unhappy inadequate essentially yeah. you know even though feel inferior yeah, got even, this inferior complex exactly even though he's gave them what they wanted and then he realised ah it's something deeper at play here it's something to do with maybe their spiritual self their emotional self but fundamentally he pinpointed it being their self image mm-hmm. whenever you think about say two people so you have one person who is horribly disfigured mm-hmm. and this is just an example from his book by the way yeah a uh, person's horribly disfigured or sorry he was born with a disfigurement maybe like or sorry it's two people they both have scars on their face yes this is it this yeah is this story. is it one of them got a scar because he was a war hero mm-hmm. he got it from being in the second world war some something happened he, he got a scar down his face the other person has a horrible scar from I'm not too sure i can't remember the exact example but this person was deeply insecure about the scar because it was right there in their face. It was something they've always had growing up. It wasn't attained through sort of an act of glory. Or yes. A, an act of, you know, obviously the, this this other individual that went to war, you know, he wears that with pride because with pride. he went back yeah. out of exactly. that, that war. And, yeah. and he holds that with pride because yeah. he knows that he fought for something that he believed in. Yeah. So that is essentially a trophy on the side of his exactly. face. And there's yeah. a great meaning and a, a great story behind this. So that empowers that character. Yeah. But then on the other side, like you were saying, this other guy say he just, he gets stabbed or something. We'll, we'll just use it for example, because yeah. we can't remember it exactly, but say this guy gets stabbed in the cheek and he's got a slice down his face and he feels very, very, very insecure about it because someone stabbed him. You yeah. know, he's been stabbed in the face. He's, he's, he he's didn't a, know a strange looking creature now. You know, people look at him and he's like, oh my God, look at that big scar on his face. And you know, he, he, he's involved in the insecurity of people judging him for his 
ugliness when the reality is if he had changed the perspective if he was to take on board the perspective of the, the war hero essentially you know they've both got the same scar mm. but the only difference is the perspective yeah one guy was born with pride and the other guy is one with insecurity yeah and it, both sides of the term the type of character that they're becoming so this guy with the slice in his face uh you know he gets stabbed this guy with the stab in his face will say you know in the book he's a real guy you know what i mean he he'd actually dealt with this guy and basically what he had said was that when this had occurred he started to become more introverted he started to become very insecure and then over a period of time he started he actually developed a fear of going outside mm-hmm. out of fear of judgment and being around people so he would go and do things at night he would make sure that he wasn't around people you know he didn't want to be in public he didn't want to be seen by other individuals but this other guy this war hero that's an entirely different story you know he's walking around with his chin tall and he's got the confidence and he's aiming for something bigger because he's he knows there's something better within him mm-hmm. and he's got this belief in his own self so obviously if you compare their trajectories, you know, one is going way downhill. He is sinking into the, the depths, you know, he's allowing himself just to, it's self-talk, it's, it's entirely destructive. He's, yeah. He sees himself as this, this ugly thing, you know, he's, he's nothing, he's worthless. But then there's this other guy that's everything and he can have anything and he will. And, you know, he's got that belief and that power and that strength within his own self. But the only difference is their perspective on the score. Yeah. So it's our it's our responsibility, you know, to be aware of our own insecurities and our own essentially weaknesses, and to reassure, reassure ourselves with our own strengths, and to focus on those aspects so that we can raise ourselves up. You know, it doesn't take for someone to hit you with a compliment for you to feel good for yourself. To feel good for yourself, you know, it doesn't anymore. I'm yeah. pretty sure a compliment a compliment feels good. Yeah, Don't nice, get me man. wrong. But like, it's essential that we're complimenting our own self, we're complimenting our own efforts, we're complimenting our own emotional state, you know. I have came to terms with a lot of insecurities as well when it came to the weightlifting scene. I was big into weightlifting, I was trying to be big and you know, it had to be, I had to look good for the girls and yeah. all these different things. And I definitely attained that per se in my own mind. And I felt good, but at the same time, there was something missing, you know, I was constantly aiming a little higher and a little higher, and I was always just a bit too small in comparison to this guy. And then I would get bigger than him, and then there's another guy, I was a bit too small, I needed to be a bit bigger. And, you know, I was just constantly allowing myself to see myself as an inferior individual. But see, as soon as I got rid of that concept, and I started to believe that I am my own self, and that I have my own powers and that I have my own strength to create the person that I want to be and to believe in the person that I will become and the, the person that I already am that lies within that is just in the process of re- revealing himself. You know, that new you is in you. That, that real you is in you. And the thing is, you don't need to know what it is because you define who you are and what you are. So if you're trying to figure out who you are, and you're like, fuck, I don't know who I am, I don't know what I am, start fucking telling yourself what you are, start defining yourself, because you define what you are, you define your own character, and we know this, and we're working on this right now, and it's going to pay off, yeah. and you know, like we were saying about crawling out of the tunnel, or crawling out of that cave, and yeah. finding that better perspective, and then coming back down to help your friends, and show them the way out, like, this is what we're doing now, even at such a low level, but you know, give us 10 years, and we look back, 
you know, we'll be looking back at an insane journey, you know, where we actually believed in ourselves and we decided that we were going to have everything and we've got it and life just seems a bit surreal. You know, I believe in that. I yeah. know that that's going to occur because I'm putting the effort in yeah. and I don't believe it to be easy. But the thing is as well, you know, if things are going to be hard, we've got to make sure that we are as good to other people as they are to us, you know. We've got to love other people because then the love will come back to us. Every selfless act is essentially a selfish act, whether you want to believe it or not. Loving another person can be only a good thing for yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, if we want to twist that thought as well, you know, every selfless act is a selfish act as well because by loving another person, you're loving your own self. Yeah. You know, by respecting everyone around you inevitably you're going to be respected back you don't respect another person and they disrespect you back and if they do that's their problem pass them on but say like nine people out of ten they're gonna they're gonna bring that respect back to you and they're gonna have a good word to say about you you know they have a conversation with another person they're gonna have something nice to say you know oh that's shit shay oh man he's an absolute legend like he is full of wisdom you know you should have heard, heard this story he was telling me the other day like I, he had me feeling empowered you yeah. know or you could disrespect the guy and throw him a thir- dirty look and be like shay mm, seems like a bit of a cunt <laughs> you know obviously the self-image is in that like we don't need to be so worried about other people's opinions yeah. but it definitely is great to have to give people more of a reason to have a greater opinion of you it makes your life easier you know creating a circle of people that respect you because you know then you develop peers and then there's help along the line whenever you need it most you know if we give out a lot of help and we don't need it that's okay but then what if one day you need help and you went through your whole life by not helping anyone and not considering anyone and not taking your time to give someone some you know it could just be some kind words it's as simple as that sitting down and having a conversation like me personally the best thing that I can give anyone right now is hope yeah. in their self belief in their self and I hope that people understand that that is more than enough because that's all that I'm giving my own self belief in my own individual self that is the most important thing that is the greatest part that you could ever give anyone and you know I, I take it as my responsibility to instill belief and faith in other people in their own selves just as I am doing it for my own self it reassures me that what I'm doing for my own self is obviously a, a good thing for my own growth but in the process it's satisfying it's 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 comforting it's it's gratifying to be having other people believing in their own selves you know and it creates a really nice connection between these people so whenever you're communicating with them like me and Shay we there's there's a warmth between us you know yeah. it's it's there's a homeliness between the conversation and the interaction there's a bit of oneself in each other you know so you pass on the greatest aspect of your own self and uh, you try and allow it to flourish in another individual and it's not that it is your own self it's just a piece of information that was passed on from previous generations that just is proven to be beneficial you know what I mean so all we're doing is passing on these wee, wee pieces of you know hope through our own selves to have other individuals 
you know, and whether you want to characterize it as your own self or not, that's another thing. But that's when the ego comes into play, you know, when you're passing on your own self. Really, you're just passing on lessons. And these lessons have been going on for thousands of years, but obviously they're, they're, they're communicated through different people at different times. And you understand this as well, mate. You know, you're on your own journey. And you're, you're in your own circle teaching other people. Yeah. lessons you're trying to help them flourish you're help, trying to help them become their greatest self you're trying to help them believe in their own selves just as i am and like we're on the same mission but we may be taking slightly different approaches we're on the same mission like we're trying to help each other you know what i mean we're trying to help each other and we're trying to help other people yeah and we're just trying to grow and we're trying to give ourselves what we always wanted you know and we're trying to give ourselves that freedom we're striving for that higher vibration you know and we won't accept sinking into oblivion you know and that's where love is necessary and that's where the relationships are necessary and that's why you know sometimes we doubt ourselves sometimes we do but the important bit is when we have that powerful circle of people around us that know that we are capable of so much more even if they've never seen it before and they reassure us that we are amazing when we're not like when we're telling ourselves we're not they help us redirect ourselves to our own self and that's why it's important to make everyone aware you know yeah. because then we can all help each other steer each other because maybe i'm not always going to be driving in the straight line and i'm fucking way off left and i'm i'm like fuck, i don't know how to get back to the middle but like i'm believing that i'm going to get back to the middle yeah and then all of a sudden this person out of nowhere comes along and you know we have this great conversation and they, they hit me with a spark and they reassure me and they reaffirm the, the positive thoughts in my own mind that I am, what I say I am. And it, it, it becomes an empowering kind of moment where you begin to believe in yourself again if you've lost that spark and then all of a sudden you're back in the path. You're redirected and you're going ahead again. And you'll say that person flies off the path. You're like, no, you're so much fucking better than that. You're a great individual. You're capable of so much more. Like you are an amazing person. People love to be around you, you know, we have that power and we have that responsibility you know what I mean help other people feel better because they will inevitably help us feel better yeah and they'll help us to stray further you know and the only way that it can happen is by helping one another you know you can't do it on your own it's, it just doesn't work like I've no. tried to isolate myself and grow and it's fucking it's it's destructive you end up in a cycle like, you'll only you get need, so far yeah you need these other influences like it's yeah. it's, it's important like I know YouTube's around these days and you've got these books and you know sometimes I like to see these YouTube people that don't even know me as my friends because they're one of my primary sources of information but <laughs> my primary influencers essentially yeah but they help me grow they help me expand you know if you're not finding these people around you at least choose the right influences you know if the people aren't around you choose the influences and eventually those types of influences in human form uh, these actual people will come along people very like you know you'll attract them like we were speaking about energy or neurology yeah. I, I want to hear more about <laughs> your belief in energies and how people actually kind of like are attracted to one another like how, why do you, how do you believe that actually occurs you know I mean I think it, there is physics involved in it now I mean I'm not going to get into the science behind it because I just feel like I'm not competent enough to talk yeah, about it but I can yeah. give you my own unprofessional opinion oh yeah I'm um, I want to hear it but I suppose like I'll start off by talking about 
the great Nikola Tesla. So Tesla talked about the, the three fundamental laws of the universe. Energy, frequency, vibration. So, you know, mate, like when people say like that phrase, oh, getting a bad vibe off that person, mm -hmm. there is a kernel of truth to that. Mm -hmm. There is truth to that. I believe in that. Now, I think maybe as science advances and as the collective consciousness of the world hopefully rises to and we begin to understand these processes that at the moment kind of just seem a bit like you know, on the realm of whether it be science fiction or some people even say it's pseudoscience, but I think like we give off energy, obviously. But that like I think it's I would honestly say that is an objective fact. Mm -hmm. Energy is abundant throughout the universe. Mm -hmm. Um it cannot be created, it can only or sorry, it can it can't be destroyed, it can only change from one form to another. And mm -hmm. um, you know, we came from our like what we are the matter that we're made of mm. came from stars originally now i don't know if you've ever heard about that before like how I, i'm not i'm not very cool yeah, about this is, this is, it's crazy before. physics yeah. but like basically we're made of stardust mm. so when the star the big bang when it was when it occurred created this massive release of energy which created the universe and every single thing that is made up the universe is made up of originated from the big bang so Technically speaking, we came from a star, a burst of a star. Like, we are stardust. That that table, that TV, we're all made originally from the same substance. It all originates from that single point, mm -hmm. in time, in time and space. So, energy, vibrations. We give off vibrations. You know. You you get sensations from people. Like whenever you talk about it, or earlier when you said whenever we're speaking there's warmth there's that homely mm. feeling and I feel that too 100% like I never feel like whenever I'm with you I feel I feel confident I feel secure and I can see myself in you and I know yeah. you can see yourself in me yeah. we both are like mine we both have the same values and principles it's I always I always feel good around you mate like I never feel like uncomfortable I never feel like can't, I can't wait to get away from him but you know me I never feel like I like I have all the time in the world too, and I mm. can't say that about everybody. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And it's not a disrespect to anyone else, but this is it. Sometimes you yeah, know, and you we gotta talk, protect your own energy. Yeah. this is it. You know, we only have so much of it. We only yeah. have so much energy. We only we only have so much time, uh, to give. So like you 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 said it yourself earlier. Like you want to be more mindful about who you give your time and who you give your energy to. Mm -hmm. I'm very much the same. That's why I want my circle of friends. My circle of peers to be people who are on the same path as me mm -hmm. who want the same things in life mm -hmm. striving for the same goals mm -hmm. you know maybe not necessarily like on the exact same path yeah but but the concept's still yeah, the same the, the, you're going to give yourself what you want yeah our, our ultimate end goal is the same mm -hmm. we want to make the biggest impact in the world in our own different ways yeah and you know whether that's me through being a coach to change people's lives physically and help them achieve their dream body this is a part of the path yeah exactly mm -hmm. changing mindsets as well which is something that we both definitely want to help people achieve mm -hmm. spreading awareness raising the consciousness of people that's ultimately what we want even from this conversation we're having right now mm -hmm. we want people to listen to it take value from it mm -hmm. and think jesus you know them boys are speaking a lot of sense those boys are saying things that resonate within mm -hmm. me deep within me and they're opening up avenues for me to explore in my own mind the thing i've been looking to go back and speak about orn was the story you told earlier mm 
mm-hmm. with the cave. Mm-hmm. What that really like exemplifies brilliantly is whenever those people go and they see the world after being in that abyss or cave, mm-hmm. that is literally the feeling that you get when you achieve growth. Mm-hmm. When you see that world that's beyond the cave, beyond darkness, mm-hmm. beyond the shadows that exist within you, whenever you begin to like achieve growth, essentially see the light yeah that is what that light light. is that life that light that you're that we talk about like the story is an analogy of growth Mm -hmm. of personal growth enlightenment which i believe like like see enlightenment like if you say you're enlightened you're not enlightened that's the way i see it Mm -hmm. because enlightenment is just an eternal path Mm -hmm. it is like i am striving for enlightenment but i realize i am humble enough to realize that like I like I'm not gonna be Buddha now. I don't know if people are familiar with this the the origin of like Buddhism, but the Buddha did attain enlightenment. But what he had to do to attain that, mm-hmm. we could that's a whole different podcast. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, he went through so much to attain that, but the whole principle of that story of the Buddha attaining enlightenment was this is like uh it's a it's a never ending goal it's something you always strive for mm-hmm. and if some fool says oh i've achieved enlightenment or i'm the spiritual guru they're talking shit because mm-hmm. even the wisest of men throughout human history whether it be socrates whether it be you know like the greek the great greek philosophers of the day um the great spiritual leaders of the east and the west like agartoli ramdas they would never have turned around and said oh i'm enlightened no. even though you know, we could easily look at them and be like, you know, he is actually pretty enlightened. Mm-hmm. But they would never admit that because they realise it's just like a never-ending goal. Mm-hmm. It's something to always strive for. And I suppose the wider, like the bigger picture point I'm trying to get out here is there is no finish line, finish line in life. Mm-hmm. That's the key thing I want people to take away from this. There's no, there's no finish line. The day you wake up and think, oh, I have everything figured out, I've arrived, mm-hmm. this is like, you know, I've, I've, I've achieved it all, that's the day you die, yep. do you know what I mean? That's why, it, it doesn't mean like, like, I don't want people thinking, oh, you can never be happy, you can never be satisfied, because you're always chasing this never-ending goal, mm-hmm. this, like, inactionable fucking dream mm-hmm. that I can never achieve. You can, ach- <laughs> happiness is... People say, oh, what's the secret happiness? Happiness is a, is a, I like to think of it as a habit. Mm-hmm. It's something that can be developed, it can be cultivated, mm-hmm. and you can learn to be happy throughout the process. The key throughout the process, not, oh, I'll be happy whenever I get that house. I'll be happy whenever I make a million pound. I'll be happy when I finally get that dream wife. It's always when. Yes, you shouldn't be putting your happiness and fulfillment life mm-hmm. on external goals that you'll achieve down the line. Mm-hmm. Like right now, like seeing this moment right now, I'm fucking happy. Like, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I can genuinely say that. And you know why? Yeah. Because right now you're giving yourself something yeah. that you want. You're giving yourself something that releases that dopamine, the dopamine, the yeah. serotonin. It is a chemical imbalance. It's a chemical balance yeah. in your mind. It's a release. So if we give ourselves these activities that mm-hmm. release this action, or sorry, this, this mechanism within our mind, then we're causing ourselves to feel good. You know, I like to partake in adrenaline activities you know yes, I like you, the part you most definitely do I love it it yep. makes you feel good it, mm-hmm. it's a present thing you know um, I started skating again recently it's buzz it's, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be the next Tony Hawk but I'm yeah. definitely going to get good at it just because I'm having fun Yeah. you know I, I like to go out into the forest it feels good 
I like to sometimes do nothing. It feels good. You know, obviously there's there's a certain aspect or there's a certain kind of line where you draw when it comes to comfort. Too much comfort becomes a very destructive thing. You know, you, you get very complacent and life becomes a destructive thing. Yeah. But like, a bit of comfort every now and again. I love that feeling. Yeah. You know, it's all about giving yourself these, like we were speaking about earlier on, the fine balance of the chaos and the order. You gotta give yourself some fun every now and again, but you definitely gotta maintain that order. Yeah. There has to be a strive, you know, but there, 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 it, it's necessary to give yourselves the, re- the release as well. So, like, there's kind of like three separate sections I like to, I like to think about, you know. So, we have the space where we are maintaining our own sort of high our own what would I say you're very good at this essentially so what you're doing is you're maintaining your your mental and physical state at an optimal at an optimal level yeah so yeah. you're bringing your mind and body to an optimal state mm-hmm. and obviously we do this through meditation through rest through giving ourselves quality nu- nutrients yeah. and all these different things that we can offer ourselves so these are the keys these are fundamental they're essential they must be done to keep ourselves balanced but then obviously there is an aspect of work that comes into play as well where we must be striving towards something and this is where the order comes into play you know this is another aspect of the order where we are striving for more we have goals we're trying to attain them we're working towards them we have times in the day and periods in the week where we are striving and you know putting the hours in towards whatever it may be and then there's another spot aspect where you're doing things just simply to do, to do them you're doing them simply for fun you know you're simply doing them because you enjoy it you're enjoying those leisure activities you know so you've got the maintenance you've got the order you know the high-end order and then you've got a wee bit of chaos a wee bit of madness a wee bit of fun a wee bit of just fucking do it for the crack you know what I mean? Because you give yourself that. We offer ourselves these rewards by spending time with people that we enjoy being around. Being isolated all the time doesn't feel good. Mm. We, we require that human connection. You know, yeah. I've done it in the past. You spend a lot of time being on your own and you're like, this feels shit. And that, you know, it's tough. Because sometimes you'll, you'll reach out to old connections and, you know, you'll, you'll venture down a destructive path again. But as long as you bring back that awareness... Yeah. that's how you get back out of it you know oh I am partaking in this destructive acti- activity again let's venture back let's circle back let's see how I can find a better release when I'm feeling this this sort of discomfort this kind of disconnection from everyone let's see how I can improve my life rather than destroy my life yeah whilst creating a better chemical balance in my mind when I'm in that position. It's it's a hard thing to gather, you know, it's 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 not an answer that's gonna come overnight. It didn't happen for me either. But that's where faith comes in, you know, where yeah. you believe that these people are gonna come into your life, where you believe that these better things are gonna happen and you strive towards it and you be open to these new connections and these new relationships and all of a sudden they're gonna occur. It happened to me personally. You know, all these amazing people are coming into my life and more will continue to. But I've allowed space for it and I'm open to connecting with more and more people. I want, I'm curious about people. I want, I want to speak to more people. I'm curious about them. I want to learn about them. Anyone I'm curious about, it's essentially like, you know, 
you go into a toy shop, you're a young kid, and you see a, to a car, you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna go up and play with this car, and then all of a sudden there's a scooter, and you're like, I'm gonna play on the scooter, and then there's like, I don't know, like a board here, and like, fuck it, I'm not gonna go near that, and then, um, you know, there's another toy, and you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna play with this, like, if you characterize them as people, you know, you're, you're filling your interests by getting involved with these new characters that could be complementary to your own lifestyle, and you know, a lot of us had this teddy bear that we would keep the majority of our life. Like if you if you symbolize that as a relationship, or maybe multiple different relationships with friends, you know, and then obviously you've got intimate connections as well. That's a different story. But like, if you imagine you're in this giant toy shop, like there's so much toys to go and play with. Like go and interact with these people. Be open to you know, be open to this opportunity. Be open to this this kind of to the potential of what could be and to the friends that you could have and to the connections you could create and to the abundance you could experience. You know what I mean? And I know you're ready for that. I know I'm ready yeah. for that. And that's what we're striving towards. Yeah. And this is how we keep coming back into each other's circles. You know, yeah. like, we're complimentary, man. Like, play me, man. I like, come out and play me sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's, that's the word we're using. That's the word we're using. Yeah. But it's interactions, you know? It's positive interaction. And I no. enjoy it. Well, for anybody listening to this, like, I've known you, Orin, since, God, I mean, I think it's, yeah, like, it's, I remember it's the at least time I seen you, but, uh, but we didn't know each other. We didn't get it, we, we, we had a we brief won't. chat, yeah. and it was kind of like, the instant connection was about the gym, because obviously, mm -hmm. Orin is in great shape, he's good physique, like and I seen that, recognise that, yeah, yeah, exactly, so, like, attracts like, and obviously, like, I'll, I do get that a lot with fellas who are into the gym, that is, like, yeah. a, a nice wee, like, sort yeah. of, you know, a gateway, yeah, initial thing, but the thing is, uh, like, I quickly realised, getting to know you better, mm -hmm. that there was something more than just that, mm -hmm. there was something more than just the surface level, uh, both of them are fucking ripped to the deck, you know, like they're in good yeah. shape. There's nothing deeper, much it's deeper. Like a curiosity. Yeah. And like we were saying, you, you, you seen a toy on the shelf and you were like, I'm curious about yeah. this. Let's go and interact. And then a conversation occurred. You know, I don't know if the toy is the best <laughs> thing to be, you know. Well, I think it's a good analogy. Yeah, I think it's a, but it's, it, it makes the point. Cause it definitely makes the point. I would say. <laughs> what if the toy can talk to you and the toy advises you and you know and it gives you all the great talk yeah. and you've got this other toy over there that's always telling you you know go and break that window or you know go and jump off that roof or, There's, there know. may be some toys that are not necessarily good for you yeah exactly and you may have to dispense with those toys get them in the bed yeah and look you know you can I, I do like that analogy it's actually yeah. a good analogy lad because they're trying simplistic <laughs> it's simplistic like and throughout life anybody listening to this you you will make friends who you think are going to be friends for life mm -hmm. but things may change but I will say like one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give to anybody listening to this who maybe has lost a friend or you know has, has fallen out of love with a friend if you fell out of love with that friend and lost connection with that friend because that friend was toxic listen that is really good mm -hmm. because do not associate yourself with people who are toxic mm -hmm. Jordan Peterson talks about what is the mark of a good friend a good friend is somebody who wants the best for you so Orin I always want the best for you mate see when I see you grow that makes me happy mm -hmm. that makes me happy you too brother yeah I thank really you brother I, I don't think oh what can I get out of Orin mm -hmm. like what is like what can he give me that I'm looking here 
uh, that serve my own selfish needs. I actually just love being around you, love your company, love bouncing these ideas off you, having the conversation. When I see you going and doing the crazy stuff that you're doing, like like the mountain stuff yeah. and like being video and all, I, that genuinely brings me happiness. Like, just seeing I'm you grow. Because I understand that thing. Because seeing you grow and prosper makes me happy. Um, that's going And we're back. So that's the first hour um, of our podcast. So before we cut off there, me and Lauren were talking about um, just seeing each other for the get after, so to speak, strive and achieve goals. I had mentioned earlier, seeing Lauren, you know, being with nature mm-hmm. and being out there and challenging yourself. And I always, like, I always thought this about you, Orn, and it was always something I admired in you. And, like, like you had said earlier, oh, it's like, I'm, like, adrenaline-seeking or adrenaline jockey. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that, though. Like, I love seeing that in someone, because you're not, it, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a wider point behind that. It's basically, you're not afraid to go and do things that, on the surface, look quite difficult, quite mm-hmm. challenging, and they probably are. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember you, you, you climbed that crane, and yeah, <laughs> see, like you think, like it, I no, no doubt about it. I'm sure yeah, it was great. Yeah. Like, for some other people, they might think that's extreme, yeah. and you know maybe it is. But at the end of the day, you done it because you wanted mm-hmm. to, and you got enjoyment, and you yeah. you felt fulfilled after doing that. Yeah, and like I have like the utmost respect for that. I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, cause I I love seeing that. I love. Because you're, you're putting yourself outside your comfort zone. Yeah. And we talked earlier about comfort zones. Like, comfort zones, there's nothing wrong with being comfortable occasionally, mm-hmm. but you do need to put yourself yeah. in discomfort to grow. Absolutely. You yeah. don't grow you in comfort zones. You yeah. need a challenge. It's a requirement. Yeah. Like, you, go, you, don't grow in, you don't grow in comfort zones. Mm-hmm. You grow when you put yourself out there. You, you experience challenge and discomfort. Mm-hmm. And you're the type of person that, you know, nearly strives to do that on a daily basis yeah, by all the different things you've done. We've both kind of like tried different things. Like there, like you, I remember, you actually were the person that encouraged me to start doing MMA. Yeah. I'd never really done it before, it's but you done class. it. Before. Yeah, yeah. It's I love. I remember the training, bro. It was class, and I had apprehensions about it. I was a wee bit like, oh, like do I really want to go and do that? It's definitely outside my comfort zone. But like you going in there first and doing it first, I remember like, I was in Amsterdam when you were messing me about it and telling mm-hmm. me, come on up the train. I was like, do you know fucking what? I'll go do that. So it's things like that where we both, like I can, I wouldn't maybe say I'm, a, I'm, I'm an adrenaline seeking yeah. adrenaline junkie, like, but I definitely love discomfort. Yeah, like people think, what the fuck, like how can you You're love discomfort? You're definitely aiming for advancement, like yeah. you're always trying to be better. I know I won't grow yeah. sitting, doing nothing, and like just being comfortable. 100%. I, I, I'll, I'll go up to that gym nearly every day, regardless of how I feel. I'm almost on autopilot. Mm-hmm. It's almost like my subconscious mind tells it's me. Creating a habit because yeah. you, you, like it's we had said earlier on, you have this image in your own mind that you're striving towards. I'm I'm aiming towards one arm handstand. This is just the best example I can give where we're coordinating at the minute. I'm striving towards one arm handstand, and I've got five seconds on my left side and say three on my right. Um, you know, this has taken me months to get the fucking five seconds on my left hand side. And like the only reason why I keep on doing what I'm doing is because I see myself on that one hand. I feel myself on that one hand. I believe in that control that I will have. And I'll just keep falling until I've got it. 
and that's the concept that I'm using with life as well. You know, I don't want to keep falling until I have it. Like that's the like. It's not that there. It's not that it can't be. It, like there is a way. It's just a matter of believing whether or not you will go all the way, and I know that I will because there's obstacles, and like we had discussed earlier on, these obstacles, <coughs> you know. They can be a determinant factor for many people, you know, right, I've hit this wall, I've, I've ran up it and, you know, I can't reach the top, I can't really get my finger on the top, and I can't, I can't climb over this wall. <clears throat> I keep on trying and I keep on trying and it's just out of reach. And then one day you, you take a look to your left and you take a look to your right and then you realise, you're like, I can actually walk around this wall, why have I been doing this the whole time? Like, there is always a way around the obstacle. <laughs> but it's whether or not you want to expand yeah. your perception, you know. Yeah. But it comes through fear. You've got to fail and yeah. fail and fail. You're failing your way to success is what they say. And, you know, I'm on that journey. I'm failing and succeeding yeah. and failing and succeeding. Like, it's not it's, a failure if you don't learn from it. And, this is, and it's, it's not a failure if you don't stop. You know, yeah. the moment you stop is the moment you fail. <laughs> that, you know. You, you've reminded me of, well, it's the title of the book, The Obstacles the Way. Mm-hmm. Like, nice. <laughs> Ran Holiday, also another book recommendation as well, everybody. That's one for myself, I'm getting on board yeah, that you, too, never definitely, Yeah, you definitely <laughs> love his work, very, very much into stoic philosophy on, you know, like, whatever the obstacle is, you gotta get through it, mm-hmm. that is the way, mm-hmm. the way isn't going back, whatever it is, now you can, you know, apply that to anything in life, you can apply it to striving for goals, mm-hmm. like, the achievement of the goal isn't backwards, it's forwards. Mm-hmm. You gotta go face it. You gotta go face the dragon. Mm-hmm. You gotta go slay the proverbial dragon, like King Arthur. Like, there's a reason why myths exist because those stories were created, God, what centuries, thousands of years ago to inspire. Mm-hmm. Like, and today, you know, we're fortunate that we have the internet where we can see inspirational figures. Back in those days, it was just word of mouth. You heard stories, you heard wise people speak these things. But they serve the same purpose that the, the myths of today serve, and that's to inspire. Um, we're both fortunate in the sense that, that because we have open minds and because we're receptive to new ideas, new concepts, we, like the best way of describing it is like we're awakened to possibilities. And because we're awakened to possibilities, that means we can expand our minds, grow, and then like we touched on earlier, the knowledge, the wisdom that we acquire, mm-hmm. we can then, it's not like, people often think like, some people think like, self-development, personal development, is a selfless endeavor, mm-hmm. it's literally the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. You're growing your own self, so yeah. you can be of better service to it's other people, we are striving to, aim down the path, we are, we are the pathfinders, you know what I mean, we are, we're carving out the path for, our own selves, yes, because obviously we're striving for more, but we're doing all these things so that we can accumulate the, accumulate the lessons that allows us to teach other people what it is that we're trying to achieve. You know, there's gonna be people, we're, we're, say we're 40, we're 50, you know, and, and many years beyond, certainly. And we've attained great wealth and we are very, very stable. You know, like we don't need to work again, but we do have things that we work on, mm-hmm. but we don't need to actually work, you know. I see myself retiring very young and working only because I want to, not because I have to. That's something that I affirm to myself constantly. You know what I mean? But by the time I, I 
in my early 30s, I'll be working because I want to, not because I have to. You know, and I take on that attitude because I believe that I am the type of person that will attain the lifestyle that allows that. And the reason that I believe that is because I choose to, just like any other person. It's, it's yes, some luck comes into play, but you gotta put yourself in the position to be lucky in the first place. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not gonna fucking happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, when we're speaking about the limitations as well, uh, a quote comes into my mind. I can't remember exactly who it's from, but it goes something like this. It's, uh, he who has a why can overcome almost any how. Yeah. You know, and it, 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 it's, it's perfect. Victor Frankl. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A brilliant book as well. This, um, for background for anybody, Victor Frankl was a Holocaust survivor. He was in the, he was in, sorry, what was it? Which camp was it? Um, Auschwitz, mm-hmm. uh, during the Second World War, he was a Jew, he was captured by the Nazis. And he documents his experiences of life in the camp and how he was able to, in the most desolate, horrible like circumstances, still find meaning, you know, where he was watching people that were his kin, mm-hmm. people like he grew up with die. He didn't know if his wife was alive, his children. But this man was still able to find hope in that situation. Mm-hmm. Probably like, like I would imagine, I can't even imagine it, but I can maybe think that being- Try and fathom, like we like, can try. Yeah, least, like we know. don't even know. We can watch it on film. Like if you watch films based on the Holocaust, you know, you can maybe have a rough idea, but we won't really know because we weren't there. We weren't experiencing the consciousness those people were experiencing under those conditions they were experiencing. Mm-hmm. It was some of the worst things humanity has ever done was committed in that period. Um, currently yeah and like unspeakable like acts of just human barbarism is the best way of putting it like mm-hmm. not putting it lightly like but you know the fact that he was able to find meaning in, in that situation is a testament to this character and a testament to like people think well what's the what's the wider meaning behind that like how can we apply that to, to today and how you can apply that to today mm-hmm. Like you said, like when you stated his quote, that is, you know, no matter what circumstances you're facing in life, no matter how difficult life is, you could be born with a silver spoon in your mouth, mm-hmm. have every privilege, have every, you know, thing haunted to you. Um, or you could be born in the opposite end of the spectrum and come from a family that didn't have the best sort of circumstances, life of poverty, mm-hmm. lack of education. So you think, right, who, who in the end is going to have the better life? Listen, it could very... Like, that person born with silver spoon mouth could be one of the worst human beings you could ever encounter, but that person who was born with all the disadvantages mm-hmm. ends up being a change maker, ends up being somebody who makes a massive impact in the world, one of the nicest first, human beings. They create the change in their self. Yep. That is it, you know. What it, uh, sorry to interrupt, but like, no, uh, it, it's on the mind, you know. This person creates the change in their own self. They learn to understand what created the change and how they created the change. And then, because they have the rules and the understanding of how they manage to change their own life and create a wondrous, magical experience in this world for their own self, now, like I keep saying, responsibility. They have responsibility. They are the gatekeepers. You know, they are responsible for helping the people that haven't yet achieved or don't yet believe 
you know, I, I see myself as one of them already and I, I haven't yet got the physical possessions in my own hand, but I know it's there and, you know, I want to help people, like, like, parallel me through this journey, you know, I don't want to give myself away because I'm still learning, but I definitely want to help people parallel me, I would definitely want to help people excel and, you know, going through that process of developing your own self, developing the character, going from nothing to becoming everything you ever wanted and much more. Just because like, you know, you reach that level and you're like, okay, I've reached that level. I can actually go further than I ever thought I would I would achieve. And you know, that's where the goals come in because the goals keep on stacking up. You hit one and you go for another and then you go for another and then you go for another. And that's just the way life is. Life is progressive. You know what I mean? The plants are always growing. You know what I mean? Life is progressive. Some things die, but they're always growing. You know what I mean? Like the world is always expanding. Like I know during this current period, you know, uh, with the way that we're destroying the economy, economy and the, the actual what's the word for it? It's absolutely gone in my head. Um, essentially, our environment's probably not the best example right now because we we're destroying it whether yeah. we want to realize it or not you know what I mean we're not, we're not necessarily contributing it to it, so it's probably not the best point to make but these people in short they go they learn they teach you know what I mean they go they learn they apply they get the results they teach you know what I mean it's it's, it's all about it's all a game of helping you know by helping yourself becoming the greatest version of yourself that is the greatest gift you give anyone by giving yourself to them after you have or during your experience of development and growth. You yep. know, you, you're, you're helping people see the light. You're helping people grow. You're helping people flourish. You know, you're watering the plants around you. You know, like, what use is having one flower in a giant, in a giant garden just to stand there on its own? Why not, why not plant a hundred? Why not plant a thousand? You know, why water just the one plant and let the rest of them die? Water all the plants, you know? Yeah. And, we have that responsibility, you know. Th there comes a day where we go from, we grow out of that ground and we we become the plant and we develop a consciousness. Now you know we flourish. We are. We've attained essentially what most people call success, you know, and then it's our responsibility to go right. This is how I'm going to help you, rise up. It's not that I'm any better than you. It's not that I'm above you. It's simply that I've done this before and I want to help you. And it's as simple as that. And that, that is essentially my life purpose. I want to create everything for my own self and then help other people create everything for their own selves and everyone else around them, you know. Because this is what we're here for, you know. We're here to live the best life. We're not here to struggle and hurt and cry and be in fear yeah. all the time. You know, sometimes life's scary. Sometimes you cry. Sometimes you're sad. But, like, it's all about that fine balance. Life should be a much more happy experience especially given our we're very privileged you know to be in the position that we're in even to have just, this conversation if, if, yeah even having this conversation and you know even to have the technology to be able to voice ourselves you know out into the world there's there's giant lumps of the world that don't even have like have this table they don't have yeah. these seats they don't have any of this and you know it's not that we're very well off but we're, we're definitely much more well off than many 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 people out there you know what I mean? Millions and millions and millions of people that are out there. So that perspective as well, you know, with that responsibility, you know, we have the power right now to 
give back to these people unknown, you know, people over in Africa, we go over to Africa and, you know, you've got the likes of <coughs> Zambia projects and stuff like that. Uh, my, my old school would have done that. They essentially went over to Zambia and they would help all these people kind of, they would build schools and stuff for them because they had the wealth. Um, they would show them educational systems that they could use because obviously they had the educational systems. Um, they would facilitate clean water and all these different things. They were given what these other people couldn't give themselves because they never essentially had the opportunity, you know. And it's it's our responsibility to teach those that don't know. Uh, people want to see me as an egotistical individual just because I believe that I have the power to influence other people, then so be it. But I know if I had a conversation with that person, I would entirely change their perspective on me, just as you would too. You know, we're just here to help and we're here to grow. And that's yeah. just that's how life's going to go. Well, like, you know, uh, my answer to anybody that would say, like, well, what you do is egotistical is like, like, we don't get paid. We're not getting paid to have this conversation. No, I we're just not getting, up. I want to see you, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know it. I mean? It was just love to see yeah. a good friend again. That's all it is. Like, mm -hmm. and if, like, we talked about before this podcast, that if even just one person takes value from this conversation and inspires one person, we've succeeded. You know what? That's job done because maybe yep. that person goes along, you know, maybe right now we, we're not hitting 100,000 people, you know, we're yeah. not, we're not, like, 100,000 people aren't sitting in their chairs. She isn't what we're saying, you know, just sitting there, just vibrating, like, this is insane, you know, but maybe we pass on, we pass on a piece of information to an individual that does accumulate this, this, uh, this large kind of, like, scene of, you know, someone that has a lot of eyes on them, then all of a sudden they become enlightened, you know, or essentially enlightened, all of a sudden they become aware, and then they become teachers, and, you know, out of 100,000 people, there is a, a pretty good chance that maybe a hundred people get influenced out of that maybe 200 maybe a thousand people you know that's a really good job done you know but yeah. we we don't need to feel that responsibility yeah you know what i mean we don't need to feel that responsibility of like or we don't need to be because our ego comes into play where we want to be responsible for other people's growth as well you know because it's like filling the ego it's like i want to be responsible for the growth of the other person but that's an entirely selfish egotistical act yeah. but if you're wanting it for them that's a different story it's like you know a good quote that comes to mind is like i think it's from india originally and it's you should plant trees for men whose shade you will never sit in mm -hmm. and yeah. you know to maybe just break that down for people like what that quote means is when you plant trees for other people to sit in and sit in the shade that you yourself are not sitting it's like, for, for instance, this conversation we're having, I don't maybe know, we don't know who is going to be inspired by this or who's going to take value from it. Yeah. Now, or how they may take yeah, value. Or what actions they're going to start implementing mm -hmm. or how it's going to change their life. Mm -hmm. Could profoundly change their life for the better. Maybe, you know, I've, I have created content, I have made podcasts, mm -hmm. videos, and people have reached out to me and yeah. messaged me and told me, you know, fuck, keep this up. You're doing yeah, mate, this is exactly the point. Like, yeah. the, this is the vessel, you know, yeah. like, this is what's in your mind. This is the vessel that reaches thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions. Like, you know, you're seeing it in your own mind and you're striving towards it. So the only way that it can actually occur is by going for it. You know what I mean? And obviously it takes time. Like, you look at Joe Rogan, for example, where he started. 
You know what I mean? He, yeah. had, he had a couple of years, you know what I mean? And then it just kept on growing and growing and growing. And you know, Shay Quinn, that sounds like a pretty powerful name to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get see, uh, see a lot of people throwing that name about, you know what I mean? Oh, well, thanks, brother. You're Warren Weiss now, fucking isn't a, a too shabby name either. Like, I appreciate pretty powerful that, too, That's like, one I've battled like, with. Like, yeah, that's one I've battled yeah. with, but I'll, I'll wear it with pride. No, we're both with powerful names, and I both know we can make quite an impact. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, there's there's one question, Owen, that I ask everybody in the podcast, but I know asking you it, you're going to give me an answer that, to say the least, is going to be deep mm. and profound and meaningful and nuanced, everything, all the above. Okay. Um, and the question is, so in a hypothetical situation, let's say you're going to die the next day or you're just going to be taken away from us, mm. the world. But before you go, you can leave three golden rules, three truths that you live your life by. Mm-hmm. The three lessons or, you know, things in life, principles even, mm-hmm. that you know to be true and you know can make the biggest impact in the world mm-hmm. that you live your life by. Mm-hmm. What would those things be? So, number one is how you see yourself. Yeah. The self-image. Uh it's something I've I've discovered quite recently, but wow, like what what great power it gives you, you know, when you determine what you are, when you create the image within yourself of what you want to become, the type of person that you want to be. There is no limitations to becoming that type of person, but it does take belief. You know, that belief in oneself, the self image. You know, reaffirming that you can be something of a masterpiece. You know, you're not just this average individual unless that's what you accept of yourself. You know, everyone accepts average because that's you know, no one, no one dares to dream. You know, no one dares to dream, yeah. and you know, the, the 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 scary bit is, you know, if you dare to dream, you might actually believe yourself, and you might actually stray for it. Like, how fucking mad does that sound? You know what I mean? You might actually get it. Like. Fuck that sounds great. I don't want to dream in case I look at it. Like fuck that. You know what I mean? It's, there's there's a genie that lives within Zaji, and he's ready to, he's ready to. You know, he he'll give you all your wishes. He'll give you all your desires, and he'll open up the opportunity, provided that you believe. In your own self and your own character and your capability to overcome whatever is thrown your way, but it's all about having that goal in mind. You know that 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 belief, that faith in what, will be. Not what could be, but what will be, you know. Because say, say it doesn't happen. Say it doesn't happen. For example, at least you tried, and at least you went for it, and at least you spent your life partaking in a- activities that were meaningful. You know, they had value to, to you. There was a purpose behind all your actions. That's a life well spent. Yeah. You know what I mean. And uh, number two, be grateful for the joys that other people are experiencing and not just grateful for the joys that you're experiencing you know uh, something that you had touched on earlier on was essentially you know he, he felt he felt a sense of joy when he, he watches or he feels a sense of joy whenever he watches the likes of my videos and stuff from afar and he sees me doing all these special things you know that's an example right there he feels good because he knows that I feel good and that's love 
you know, when when I see you and when I see other people that I care for, or you know, anyone achieving, you know, when you when you manage the battle the ego out of your mind, and that you feel good for what other people are achieving, the energy that you're generating within you is love and appreciation and joy, and you know that is a contagious thing. You can you know. The thing is, you walk into a room and someone's sad and angry or whatever it may be, you, you call it a negative emotion. You walk into the room and you feel it. You do. It, it's yeah, just it's there. It's heavy. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, what's the word when you get locked in a room and you can't breathe? It's, a, it's suffocating. Like, yeah, it's claustrophobic. claustrophobic. That's exactly it. Like, And, you know, when someone is feeling love and experiencing gratitude and joy, like, the earth feels lighter. It's refreshing. You know, so like feel gratitude for other people's successes too. Be grateful that they're feeling good, because you know, like sometimes like you would want that for other people. You would want that for yourself. You know, you would want that other people feel good for you. So why not feel good for other people? Yeah. You know, and my last point would be to. Just give yourself some goodness, like just give yourself joy, give yourself some fun, and it doesn't always need to be through alcohol. It doesn't always need to be through drugs. Yep. Just, just give yourself. Just do activities that feel good. You know, if you're not feeling good, go and do an activity that feels good. Force yourself out of that space. Go and interact with that friend that's always positive and always gives you that good energy. You know, and the same thing again. Reaffirm during these periods. And reassure in your own mind that you are confident, that you are capable, that you, you will be happy and that this is just a phase and that there is an obstacle that needs to overcome here and there's a lesson to be learned. You know, give yourself these good things because you know sometimes life is mundane and it gets boring and there's too much structure and there's too much order and you're just constantly striving, you're working twenty four seven. You know, like my example is going out and skating or just going out and swinging in the trees or having a big fire or camping or whatever it may be you know this is my current examples and this is what I'm currently enjoying and I'll definitely partake in more activities I'll explore new spaces in the future I'll go to new countries I'll interact with new people I'll partake in new sports I will give my thing myself these things that I enjoy just because they feel good but it's all in that fine balance so master the self-image be grateful for others, experiencing joy and not just your own joy. And lastly, give yourself some goodness. So that's the three points. Fucking love it, three Powerful, powerful, powerful points. And I suppose like I'll just finish off with what, um, well, not my three points, but just kind of comment on what you said there. Yeah. Like I obviously 100% agree with everything you said. And like in particular, like gratitude, mate. One of the keys to happiness, gratitude. Gratitude is the new attitude. Like, and I know when I feel grateful, not just for the blessings in my own life, but the blessings in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like that feeling is, like it is almost like a drug. Like even now this conversation, like the buzz I get from this, this this is like, an experience that I cherish. Like, and like seeing you, do your thing, and I know that whenever you are doing whether it's climbing cranes whether it's skiing <laughs> well yeah exactly whether it's you know going up mountains and camping and being with nature i know you're in your element and i know you're loving that shit and that i have no word of lie 
when I watched those videos, I smiled ear to ear because like I'm like. He's I really videos. appreciate that. Yeah. I do want to say I really appreciate that. That's fucking great of you. Like, yeah. just I'm I'm glad that that's so honest though. You know because, it, it, it just reassures that, even for my own self, you know, like, people obviously care for me and want better for me and like, to hear someone else in their own time is actually smiling from ear to ear just because they know that I'm, I'm experiencing a good time and giving myself these joyous activities like, that. That, that makes me grateful for my own self, certainly. But, like, man, it's, you know, when you're grateful for other people's joy, it diminishes the envy as well, you know. Yeah. So, like, envying another person for what they have and what you don't have, it's, it's the polar opposite emotion. Gratitude versus envy or gratitude versus want. Like, just choose gratitude. Be grateful for what they're experiencing because listen, one day it's going to come around and it's going to be your turn. And practicing present gratitude, it's very, very difficult not to develop a very attractive energy, you know, to, to people that are very like-minded to yourself, people yeah. that are focused on prog- progression and growth. It's, it's very difficult not to attain these things yourself, you know, and, and, and regardless, at the very least, you're experiencing that pure joy you're experiencing that happiness, you know, and it's for another individual. And that in itself, that's like helping another person without them knowing that you've ever helped them, you know, just by like passing that, you know, positive energy through space to them yeah. and feeling good for them, you know. By feeling good for other people, it feels good for you too. That's how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. Really, like gratitude, you know, people think, how could you feel happy feeling grateful for other people and for yourself listen I maybe maybe we don't know the exact science behind what happens on a biological mm-hmm. level but I know and you certainly know too like even like what I would do maybe is also gratitude practice where I write down nearly every day I can't say I do it every day but I do strive to do it as much as I can yeah. just three things I'm grateful for every day whether it's just my family friends partner um even just another day above ground in life, life itself is a beautiful gift that should be cherished. And, you know, I think doing the daily gratitude practice in conjunction with feeling grateful mm-hmm. for the blessings and joys in other people's lives, like I said, like how I felt about you, you know, that's, it's not the only way of achieving yeah, happiness, but it's certainly a powerful means. And, and it does diminish that whole envy yeah. aspect, you know. Like, honestly, or see people that feel like if there's anybody watches what you do or I do and they feel envy and jealousy and are hopefully not hatred. Yeah. Um they need to work on themselves. Yeah, I hope when they're watching yeah. watching what you're doing, like yeah. it inspires them to pick it inspires me to pick up a fucking kettlebell. Like seeing I watch you swinging about with the kettlebells and shit, I'm like, <laughs> he's an absolute beast. Like, I wanna do that. Like it inspires me. It's yeah. like I wanna do that too. Like that looks fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that looks like a really good way to get an activity and it's like ticking two boxes and in the one go is like that looks like fucking good crap. Like he can fairly do it, you know what I mean? And it's just it, it like uh, instead of envying that, you know, I chose yeah. to like appreciate it and get excited about yeah. it, you know, like this guy's fucking he, he's he's seriously doing it, you know. But that's because you're comfortable in your own skin and you're secure. Anytime anybody feels envy, jealousy, those negative emotions. Mm-hmm stems from insecurity mm-hmm. 
about themselves. And it's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's projections a lot. So like, they are envious, jealous of what you do, or I do. Like fuck him. Like look what he's doing. Like fuck who is who is who are these two boys to say how I should live my life? Mm-hmm. But it's always like that. Always Us. comes. <laughs> <laughs> For God. Tripping, tripping. That no. <laughs> we're both very humble individuals but yeah. we're just trying to make the biggest impact we can but listen it, it is like anybody who tries to put you down in life that is always somebody who like nobody who's above you in life or like is where you want to be in life mm-hmm. and is doing well in life is ever going to put you down yeah. it's always people that are below who are like in that abyss who are but trapped I, in the abyss the, the thing is you know it's, I, it may not necessarily be that they're not currently achieving what it is that they want to achieve but the, the biggest thing is just getting head right you know when you start to feel this inferiority complex kick in it's like go to your happy place quite literally you know convince your own head you know you know the, the saying fake it till you make it essentially yeah. you know fake it to yourself until you make it and i think now that i think about it on a deeper level the whole phrase fake it till you make it means fake the reality in your own mind so you become the present you become the person you become present in those future desires so instead of going oh I, I how can I say this I, I want to have my I really want to have a big home and loads of money and all these things you, you know by saying you want like I really want to it's Yes, I know you want it, and there's a desire there, but essentially, like this, the striving mechanism isn't being activated because when you say want, it's as though it's always slightly out of your reach. You know, people say it from that perspective as though it's just out of their reach. So there isn't really any empowerment to it, yeah. in my own opinion. But if you put yourself in that position of already having it, you know, I'm so happy and grateful now that and you place yourself in that confident body image, you know, in, in that body that you want or in that home that you want or in that car that you want or around the people that you want to be around or in the job that you want or, you know, doing whatever it is that you want to do, then you're creating a habit of feeling good in your own skin. You're creating a habit of feeling empowered by your own self and who you are and you're redefining your own self you're redefining your character so that inferiority complex eventually subsides yeah. but it, it does it's a practice it's a consistent thing it, it's necessary that we keep on fueling that positive self image yeah. so that it becomes permanent and it, it filters into that subconscious mind and you know that's what I'm practicing every single day you know it's working yeah. it's definitely working you know yeah. I, I, I experience less and less self-doubt and I'm world and it's because I choose and anytime I ever feel that emotional you know angst essentially you know I go to that happy place I reaffirm that character and it makes me feel better because I know that I'm going to strive I'm going to strive I'm creating a new download I'm striving towards a new character I'm recreating my own self yeah you know um what is sorry to interrupt that but oh good what Max talked or sorry what Maltz talks about as well in the book and I'm sure you know this, this relates to the self-image. Mm-hmm. Look back on your previous successes in life. Yeah. Those things, right, when you look back, oh, 
you know, it could be the smallest of wins, the biggest of wins. It doesn't matter what it is, but it was a moment of success, a moment where you triumph over something and achieve something. And then when you look back at those success moments and think, I achieved that and I was that type of person, it then gives you confidence to go and achieve it again. And again, it can be the smallest, biggest of things. And the thing as well is, like, see confidence? I mean, no one's born confident. Mm-hmm. Nobody's born ultra-confident. Now, listen, there's debate about whether we're born with certain genes that might predispose us to being more extrovert and more confident. But fundamentally, I think, you know, for the most part, environment plays a massive factor. And, you know, you could, like, is it 50-50 or is it, you know, the ratio? Who knows? Like, who really knows, like, how much is influenced by environment versus what you're born with? We're certainly not born an empty slate, clean yeah. slate. But confidence, I fundamentally believe is a skill it's a practice yes but it comes in the belief in seeing yourself as a confident individual Mm -hmm. because if you see yourself as a shy introvert and you try and force yourself to be confident the shy introvert isn't confident so how well maybe the shy introvert is internally confident and very much at ease and doesn't feel that emotional angst when he's in in or he or she is in a quiet space or in a like you know, experience an an awkward silence, as they say. Yeah. You know. But it's a different story if you see yourself as a shy introvert and you're trying to force yourself to be. Something you're not. Yeah, because a shy introvert isn't confident. So if a shy introvert isn't confident, then how are you going to be confident? You have to redefine your own character. You know, I'm an outgoing, optimistic. You know, enthusiastic, uh, individual. You know, if, if you're able to imagine yourself being in a scenario where you're being optimistic and you're being curious and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're one of the, you're the excitement one in the room, you know, people are looking to you and they're like, he's got the fucking energy. You know, it's much easier when you have that self-image to portray yourself as a confident individual, you know. Obviously, the, the guy, you know, with the center of attention in the room, the guy with the enthusiasm and the energy and, you know, the kind of like self-belief can be confident and will be confident yeah. whatever asked of you know and that's all like that's where it starts it's definitely simple you know but it's not easy no you know it, it's it's definitely a simple concept but if we give a power it, it will take over you know we can take over that old negative self-image and recreate a, a beautiful version of what we want to be yeah, because this is just a shell. You know what I mean, and you look around and look, look at, look at the the billions of people in this world. They all look different. So, like, who's to say that you could entirely recreate your own character and become an entirely new individual? Just because you were born like this and you currently look how you look does not mean that you are fixed. Yeah, fixed. Yeah, because okay. that perfectly sort of pivots into like making that distinction. We're not fixed because if we're fixed, then it means you have a fixed mindset, mm-hmm. growth mindset. Mm-hmm. You can't possibly think you're fixed. You can't possibly think I can't change. Yeah. Because if you don't think people you can do. change, yeah, and and no, that's just the right myth. There people you know, do think yeah. that, yeah. Like and you know if if you do have that belief, you know for those people out there that do have that belief, you know, or I I can't change. You know I I'm stuck. I'm telling you, like that is an attitude, and if you tell yourself, you know. I can change and you allow yourself just allow yourself to entertain the idea of 
being something else, then you're literally you're entertaining the imagination and you're you're sparking these new mechanisms in your mind and remolding how you see your own self. Like just for example, you know, say you are this shy introvert and then you, you see yourself on top of a stage dancing like an absolute lunatic, really enjoying yourself, you know, and the crowds loving it. You know, that's just an example. Like if you're able to see yourself as that type of character, then you're gonna start to act like that type of character. You know what I mean? So it's all about taking upon the characteristics of these people that we would like to be like. You know, we need examples. So go out there and find people that you would like to be like yeah. and start to act the way that they act. You know, start to dress the way that they dress. Start to educate yourself with the same information that they're using, you know. And eventually, this is what we are doing now. We're literally just learning off our... We're, we're learning off the elders, like, you know what I mean? The people yeah. older than us that are further down the path. Yeah. And we're just we're just trying to pick up the information and we're trying to become, you know, we're trying to become the elders essentially, you know, we're trying to become the supporters of the young and the vulnerable, you know, those that need the direction. Yeah. And it, it's it's funny how this conversation just keeps looping, looping back around to that exact same point, you know, we're trying to reach a level where we have kind of maintained and secured our own lives. And in that process, we we want to kind of, you know, pull up, push the hand back and just, you know, help people along the path. You know, literally help. What is it? Lend a helping hand. Is that, is that the phrase? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, we're yeah. Like, this is the point, you know, but with experience comes great responsibility. It's, I, I can't say that. Then, I, I, you know, I, I don't know how put that any better currently but like I can't stress how important that is you know yeah. it's well, we're always constantly striving to learn and grow mm-hmm. on the knowledge and wisdom that we acquire in our journeys um, it is our responsibility to like help people and like to share that rather than hoard it mm-hmm. and just use it for your own selfish endeavours mm-hmm. you know if I learn something yes it does serve me mm-hmm. and I do applied to my own life but I always I know you're the same as well Lauren, like whenever you learn something whether it's it can be anything it can be practical knowledge mm-hmm. uh, it can be deep wisdom but you apply it to your own life mm-hmm. and then you think right I've applied this to my own life I've seen the benefits mm-hmm. now let's put it on a bigger scale let's apply it to other people's lives let's inspire other people mm-hmm. especially in see society today young people in particular the world that they grew up in, where there's often not positive role models, mm-hmm. particularly with young men. I see a lot of toxic behavior with young men. Mm-hmm. And I've had young fellas reach out to me mm-hmm. on Instagram, just DM me out of the blue and say, listen, like what you're doing, keep it up. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, I've done videos for nearly a year with on my intention with them doing them there's no ego involved like I, I don't make a video because oh, I'm sure I'm getting paid for it yeah. or like oh I want to impress people like I couldn't give a fuck what anybody yeah. thinks about me man. Mm-hmm. but I've had I don't even know how many people have reached out to me and told me something positive mm-hmm. or made, talked about the impact that's made big or small yeah. I've never had one person message me and say fuck you mm-hmm. like you're, what you're doing is fucking 
like so egotistical it's so like shit you know like like stop doing what you're doing or like the audacity of you to mm-hmm. speak your mind and have opinions and try and help people like, so, like but, but more importantly what do you believe like what is it that you believe you're aiming for you know like what is your belief in what it is that you're doing you know because like, that is the most important thing that we yeah. said like we define who we are like what the ultimate goal is yeah essentially like you know well essentially you know people are going to have the opinions that are wrong for all you listening as well i know i say essentially quite a lot so i hope you i hope you pick this up it's because um, you're, you're an essentialist last week. Yeah, I'm an essentialist. <laughs> Fucking right now. Yes. I really this is am. the best way to be, man. Yeah. Have you ever read the essentialist, actually? I don't know. It's, it's in there, really. Yeah. Like, I'm actually yeah. halfway through it. It is good. It's very yeah. good. It's it very, is very, very good. good. That's yeah. another recommended read. We've been dropping good reads mm. here. That, that is, like, that, that would genuinely change your life. That, yeah. that essentialism, the concept that it teaches, uh-huh. and the way that it makes you think. And then, if you were to combine that with autonomic, autonomic habits, amazing book. Yep. amazing book it's just all about creating new habits and breaking old habits but it is very 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 practical so it's literally like a this is how you know it's it's a how-to book it's it's very 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 good but there's a lot of wisdom help within it as well you know I, the way he teaches it it's amazing i can't remember the name of the uh, the author author but yeah it's a beautiful book just look it yeah. up there is no other book out there that has the same title anyway no but that's a unique title indeed. Do you remember where we're at there? I no, I, I, I do, I do remember where you're at. Um, before you sort of touched on being an essentialist there. About your belief in what it is that you were doing. Because oh, this what's is the it. ultimate yeah. goal? So people have opinions, obviously, you yeah. know, and people are going to have their good opinions and people are going to have the bad opinions. You know, we characterize that anyway, you know. Um, but there's you... And you're doing what you're doing in the center. And then there's save the right side where, you know, everyone's speaking positive. No, you know, you're doing so good. Like keep doing this, man. Like it's really changed my life. I really appreciate what you're doing. You, you'd be surprised the impact that you're having on people. You know, I hope that you're aware of the strength that you're giving people. And then there's the left side. And there's just these, this, this weak group of dicks. You know what I mean? Just like running about trying to cause havoc, just you know, just just drowning in their own insecurities. You know, maybe I shouldn't call them dicks. I hope that they get out of this, you know, and yeah. I hope that they come join the right side. Yeah. So these people have the negative opinions, but you know, you determine what side you stick with. You know, do I choose to be fueled by the right side, the positive side? You know what I mean? All these positive thoughts, or do I choose to be influenced by the left side? and all these negative thoughts and if you imagine you know like the angel and the, the demon on, on your shoulders mm-hmm. you know what says what say do you choose mm-hmm. to listen to you know what what say you have to be conscious of this as well you know because your mind's always going so sometimes you have to actually turn your head on and go where are my thoughts at right now and what am i thinking about and you have to be aware of the thoughts that are coming up in your mind, and that's where the meditation comes in. I'm surprised we haven't touched on that. But well, I suppose we could maybe just quickly touch yeah, on it before yeah. we end the podcast. So, like, definitely meditation has had and like a, a quite a profound impact on my quality of life. Mm-hmm. I would say the biggest piece of advice we can give to start meditation, because yeah. you know, the biggest thing I've noticed made with people in meditation is getting started mm-hmm. I kind of feel like sometimes people approach it uh, all guns blazing like mm-hmm. trying to do too much at once mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to lie, and you can attest this more, like, meditation is challenging because you have to focus. Mm-hmm. You have to, and like, sitting down for even just 10 minutes with your thoughts, with those thoughts, trying to quiet those thoughts, challenging, like, beyond belief. To actually go to a quiet place and shut off the rest of the world, all the distractions, and try and quiet the mind, try and quiet that there constantly nagging mm-hmm. you know mind um i'm quite fortunate in the sense that i've practiced meditation for quite a while so you're out of states now where it's you know, yeah but, but then again it's not like you just got it like you had no. to start and the only reason you're speaking in the way you are and you understand the knowledge that you're speaking is because you experience that you experience that discomfort you experience that connection and disconnection you experience yeah. going into meditation and going balls deep you know trying to do like an hour-long session and yeah. then you know, you maybe do it once that week and you're like, fuck that. And then a load of months go by and you're like, ah, I meditated. And this is where that autonomic habits book comes in as well. Uh, the methods that he teaches for developing these good habits as well is all about making them realistic. You know, so just say, for example, you meditate for one minute a yeah. day. Like literally that little, that little. You sit down for one minute and you just focus on your breath. And you do that for a couple of days, and you're like, "Fuck, this is easy." I can do it. I can do it for two minutes. You know what I mean? And you just you do it for two minutes. And you're like, you know what? This is actually way too easy. Fuck it. I'm just gonna go for five minutes here. Yeah. And then you find that you're sitting, day by day, slowly but surely progressing, up in the ranks. You know, so you started at one minute, and then you went to two, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'll jump to five And you went for five, and you're sticking with it, and you're feeling good with it. And then maybe after a couple of weeks, you're like, I'm going to go for like six, seven, eight minutes. I'm going to push the limits here. Just like the rep ranges, you know, you don't jump in and just hit 100 kilo. You know, it doesn't really happen yeah. very, very rarely. Yeah. But you don't just jump in and then all of a sudden understand like meditation, you know, yeah. you don't just get it. No. It is a practice. It's And for anyone that doesn't understand what meditation is, because I, I know that it's thrown around a lot and, you know, I struggled to kind of gather the concept of what meditation is and how to actually practice it. Essentially what meditation is, is bringing your mind to one focus point. <clears throat> so it's about teaching your mind to be in the one place at the one time. In the present and moment. Yes, in the present moment, that's it. So a lot of people tend to use the breath as a method. You know, I'm sure you've, you've used this a lot. You know, the breath's used in a lot of different meditation yeah. techniques. But like simply sitting down and being aware of your inhalation and your exhalation and just breathing it and just counting it one, two, three, four, and just repeating that cycle. One, two, three, four. You know, a lot of people their focus is gone by the time they get to ten. So keeping it at like four, yeah. you know, and having it like a four cycle, you know. Mm. Two, three, four. So in, out, in, out, simple as that and repeating that pattern. It keeps you in the same focus point. For a prolonged period of time and the fact that you're counting as well means that your mind is actually active but eventually what it, what ends up happening is with practice you become aware of just being with your breath without needing to count <clears throat> and then obviously you start to build the minutes up and then your study starts to improve because you're able to sit down and focus for a more prolonged period of time and then all of a sudden you become much more aware of the space around you and you're not distracted by the chaos of work while you're sitting at home and you're not distracted by this big event that you know 
may have triggered you in the past because you're, you're sitting and you're being present with your friends or you're just being present in your own space and you're enjoying the smells around you and the sensations and you're enjoying the sounds around you and, and the feeling of, of the wind passing by your skin. You know, it takes you away from all these negative aspects that you may constantly be replaying in your mind and it takes you exactly to where you are in the present moment. You know, and it's a really, really powerful tool, especially for those that struggle with that focus, you know. And I know you've experienced that, I know I have too. So I practice it. And I don't meditate every day, but I stray for myself, you know. Oh no, listen, I'll be honest, I'm not gonna bullshit anyone. Anyway. I don't I don't always every single day meditate. Now I've went through phases where I've maybe done it for maybe I mean, consistently, maybe five, six weeks, whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, I would do it at least four, five times a week. Mm-hmm. Can't you know things get in the way, life this gets in the it, way. You know. And you try to prioritize yeah. it, but this is it. Yeah. It's a cycle. And I'm kind of at the point where, you know, I'm not a beginner, mm-hmm. and for me to see more benefit, I do need the longer periods, mm-hmm. of at least maybe twenty minutes. Now, I would typically, if I have the time, do thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. I have ventured and done fifty minutes to an hour. Very sometimes, nice. sometimes, lot you know, like practically speaking, you know. I just don't have a lot of time to oh, devote I get that. an hour. If I, get I did that. have the time, though, mm-hmm. I would do it. Mm-hmm. And any serious uh, practitioner of meditation will tell you the same. Mm-hmm. They will say, <laughs> I've heard some people say at least an hour. Mm-hmm. Now, that's serious meditators. Like, uh, mate, no. That is intense. That yeah. I haven't even ventured near the hour mark yet. Like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm just not at that level currently. But that's like. And you know, obviously for anyone that doesn't understand meditation, someone that is able to sit down and be in their own mind for an hour is, you know, it's very uncomfortable if you even sit for a couple of minutes in your own mind. You just get this urge to want to stand up and do something. You feel like you're, you're falling behind and that life's moving on. But like, that is that is the discomfort that you're playing with. You know, you're, you're getting comfortable with that discomfort and you're learning to understand it. And you become more attuned with life and you begin to understand that life isn't this big rush you know and i'm only learning that now and i'm sure you are too yeah. but like to dedicate an hour out of your day shows a a faith in one's own life that life will turn out the way that you are molding it to to kind of become yeah because you are literally sacrificing an entire hour of a day to doing absolutely nothing. You know, you would sit for a load of hours on your phone anyway, so what the fuck's the difference? But it's not well, easy. I think maybe to help people really see, like, mm-hmm. um, volume meditation, I will just say some of the benefits that I have experienced on, you know, again, you can go research it yourself. When you meditate, your focus, your concentration, your awareness will be improved, like, orders of magnitude. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens there? Like, what, how will that play out in your life? Your relationships with your family, your friends, your partner, your emotional intelligence will all improve. Your ability to actually listen to someone, actively listen, because mm-hmm. listening is a skill. I am big on listening to someone. Like that's why or like I let you speak as much as I can. And like I don't think when can I interject here and fucking like say my point? Mm-hmm. I don't really like it's not like I don't give a fuck what I have to say, but I value more, particularly yeah. in this context, in this conversation, what you have to say far more than what I think. Even if you might think, oh, I really want to know what Shay wants to say. Yeah. Right now, you and what you think and what your thoughts are is 
this is precedent. This yep. is what I want more than anything just to hear what you say. Mm-hmm. What I want to say and my thoughts are secondary. And, you know, like we talked about earlier, start small. Start with a minute. Build it up. Two minutes. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, it's like odd and reps. It's like building muscle. It's like building strength. Mm-hmm. It's like getting fit. It takes time. It takes practice. It takes persistent uh, consistency, so to speak, on doing it. Not every day. And don't beat yourself up as well if you don't do it every day. But even if you start to do it, like we said, baby steps, start small, do it a minute, two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, you will soon find that your quality of life will improve, like, immeasurably. Mm-hmm. I, like, listen, the days I don't meditate versus the days I do meditate, I do notice a difference. I don't know mm-hmm. about you, mate, but I do notice a difference mm-hmm. in my ability to focus, my attention. Um, another thing I suppose I would say is, this is another thing I do. Sometimes, if I want to think of something creatively or just think of new ideas, meditation does help that. But yeah. another thing I do is I will just go to a quiet place. Um, it could be in here if no one is in the house or even outside somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'll just sit down and like my phone's switched off and I just think. Now I don't meditate. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I'm still consciously mm-hmm. thinking stuff, but I just sit. I sit and think. I just think, right. What could I do for X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. How could I approach this challenge in this way? How can I solve this particular problem? Um, how can I help that person? Da, da, da. And see just being on your own. It helps see what you see, like for instance what you do, mate. Like see going up mountains and being in nature. That is literally perfect for that. I know yeah, that is like, like oh, it's perfect. Especially you on just, your own. Yeah. For, you, but like you know the reason why I do it too. It's because I'm forced. Yeah. Know, like, I literally put myself in a position where I'm forced to be on my own. And there's going to be, there's going to be a period of time within the, say I go off for say four hours on my own. There's going to be a period of time where, you know, maybe 20 minutes, I catch a wee 20 minutes of just presence without even meaning to, you know. No, but for example, I went on a journey a couple of weeks ago and I went solo and I found this new space of land it was private land I wasn't supposed to be on it but I fucking wanted to see it so I went for it uh, I'm sure should he ask for permission I'll, you know, I'll think about that next time but you know I, I can't take back the past so um, I, I found this amazing valley man, and like you know the, the nature was, and the space was so captivating that I couldn't help but be anywhere but there yeah. I was in that valley and that's all that's all that there was it was me and that valley and I know that the rest of life goes on and then I come back to it you know but like that was a temporary retreat for my own self I went and explored a new space I discovered brought the GoPro got a few nice shots it was just you know I kind of like forced myself to bring the camera but I was glad I did because it forced me to see the space in a new perspective anyway maybe a wee bit more than I would have if I didn't have the camera who knows you know, there was definitely perspectives that I captured and I didn't get on the camera. You know, there were spaces where I just like intentionally walked 20 meters to the left or climbed down a little bit just so that I could see things from a new space, like a new perspective, just simply because I was enjoying witnessing the space around me. You know, and that brought me to presence and it forced me to be present because I was on my own and like forcing yourself out in the nature and forcing yourself 
out you know to go on a trip where you're you know that you're going to be on your own at least for like an hour or whatever it may be yeah it 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 gives you an opportunity to understand yourself that wee bit more but without actually having to you know sit down in your house and do it like i find that i have to take myself away if i really want to be with my own self yeah you know it's quite difficult because my my house is quite full of distractions currently yeah and uh you know it's 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 not very easy to sat down the chaos of the house and you know being in my own mind so a lot of times you know i'll put my earphones in and i just sit my earphones in sometimes i'm not even playing but it just numbs or kind of like filters the sound it almost like blocks whatever's 